I'm here to tell you, holy cow, they are good. You need to be there. And then Saturday, uh, the the man, the myth, the legend, the professor, Nick Harrison, uh, they're hosting karaoke every, every Saturday night uh, from 7 to 10. So it's a, uh, we, we always have a blast out there. Uh, he said he wasn't going to tweet again, but t- Michael Thomas has tweeted See? again. Hey, what did he say? <laughs> he said, believe this, I was never healthy. I was just trying to help my team get a win and heal up during the bye. Had a setback, was so close, and I take my health serious. Now I'm a bad, bad guy, LOL, bet. I thought he said just, it, he's not going to clear up any rumors. It doesn't matter. Whatever. It is what it is. So yeah. these kids today. telling you, They believe everything they read about themselves. That's the problem. Coming up next, Bleed Tech Blue, big one in Ruston this Saturday. First place in the east, the Thundering Herd. First place in the west, the Bulldogs, Tech and Marshall. I'm going to bring Ben on one more time. Ben, I got a text earlier today on the text line from one of our uh, our, our Tech brethren who said, and I, and I wholeheartedly agree with him on this, do not do, with Marshall being there, the team that invented it, with like 6,000 people there, do not do the We Are Bulldogs chant in Ruston this Saturday. Oh, I it's cannot coming. agree with that more. It's coming, but I agree with oh. you. But it's coming. It, yeah, it was some weak sauce on Saturday night. I'm not going to lie. Please, <laughs> I'm begging. Anybody with the tech administration, please don't do the We Are chant this Saturday. For Kevo, for Tabes, for Ken Carter, Sean Fox, see you tomorrow at 3 o'clock for another edition of the company. We are the company. We'll see you then. <laughs> This has been The Sports Company with Sean Fox, presented by Bud Light. Come back every weekday, 3 to 6 p.m. for more Sports Company on Sports Talk 977. You can buy a five-quart jug of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil for just $27.99. And as a bonus, you'll score a $10 gift card by mail-in rebate. That's like a cherry on top of the cherry on top of your oil change. So get $10 back by mail when you buy a jug of Mobile One. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. General state's pricing. Sales price does not include applicable state local taxes or recycling fees. Offer ends 1031.20. Cold and flu season's here. It's time to make sure your family's stocked up on the products you'll need if somebody gets sick. Pick up the new Vicks DayQuil and NyQuil Severe. Honey, cold, and flu medicines during your next grocery trip. DayQuil and NyQuil Severe Honey are a max-strength medicine with a great-tasting honey flavor. Also available for sale at online retailers. DayQuil NyQuil Severe Honey provides max-strength cold and flu symptom relief for your worst cold and flu symptoms and a soothing honey flavor. Use as directed. 
back to work at that J-O-B, the one you realized isn't for you? Well, that's if you're lucky, right? Make your move. You can start a new life as an IT pro in as little as four months from the comfort of your own home, even if you have zero computer experience. Take control of your future now. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. Live online classes meet just twice a week. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. It's time for the First National Bank Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show. This is your source for Louisiana Tech Sports News. For the next 90 minutes, Bleed Tech Blue Radio goes deep inside tech football, basketball, and recruiting. Tonight's show on Sports Talk 99.3 is also brought to you by O'Neill Gas, Brister's Smokehouse, Courtesy Automotive, Dairy Queen, Walpole Tire, Ideal Portable Buildings, Kurt Joyner Graduate Sales, and Bienville Motors. Text us on the Fairway Carts text line at 888-993-7762. Here's your host, Ben Carlisle. They call me BC. They call him Beck Haynes. They call him Producer John Tabor. They call us Bleed Tech Blue Radio. It's Tuesday the 13th. Warm fall day here in Ruston, Louisiana. Bulldogs. Moved to three and one overall, two and zero in conference USA play. Yes, that was a football game. No, it was not paint drying. The Bulldogs win twenty one to seventeen, and that's all that matters. Beck Haynes, BC. Do I have some average fan takes for you tonight? I Get bet ready, you I'm do. Gonna set you up. I don't even care. I've been thinking about it all weekend. I'm not happy. It was ugly. It's a W. It's a dub. It's a goal. But I'm, I'm a little concerned going forward. We'll get into it, Ben. I'm just just get ready because I'm I'm going full average fan on you. Listen, if you went anything other than full average fan, I would be. It would be a lot. No, I'd be It'd seemingly be shocked because let let me just let me just wet your whistle with this. We're watching the game Saturday. Aaron Allen was in at quarterback, drops back to throw, and Beck's hollering, step up in oh, the pocket. it was one play that didn't – it looked – Taves, it was a screen pass. Oh, Taves, it was barely a screen pass. I think it turned into a screen pass because the O-line let them all through. Yeah. Here's the deal. It was one one play, okay? All right. Hey, listen. I'll give whatever you want to take, but I'm just going to be honest with our listeners – and let them know. I'm also going to be honest with you because you're very upset about the way that the Bulldogs <laughs> played. And I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that they played well because they didn't. But, Beck, 3-1, and 2-0 and in the conference, getting votes in the AP Top 25. I'm sorry. I'm happy. Oh, I'm a happy. Ben, don't, don't get me wrong. We should be 3-1. and one. We are! And we are. But that doesn't mean I'm not concerned going forward. Marshall's coming to town this no. weekend. Marshall's playing some good football, Ben. It's, it's concerned the right word to use? I think it is. I know what you're going to say. A lot can change between now and Saturday, so I don't want to hear the we-had-guys-out excuse. 
That's two weeks in a row that at times we've looked seriously you, incompetent. Hold on. Are you putting words in my mouth? Yeah. Because you're really. I, I am happy we were 3-1. and one. Tech Listen. did what they needed to do to win. It just wasn't pretty. I'm slightly concerned. Listen, no, I, I get it. I get it. Listen. Our only really game, the only real game that I've been like, that's that's it, was Houston Baptist. And they're awful. They're pretty terrible. But, hey, my, my question to you is this. I guess we're going to get right out of the gate. Right, right out of the gate. Here we go. What were your expectations? I thought Tech would be a little more proficient on offense. You said it earlier. The game was horribly managed by the referees by oh like, hold on a sec i'm glad you I'm said not, that and i'm not blaming that's not tech's deal but it was i said awful this in the post game show conference usa referees are terrible every week every single game hey longest game tech has ever played yeah. in conference I, usa I, I felt every minute of like it. how many plays are they going to review Ben, there was, and then they missed a number of calls. Like, come on! There was a couple, and I'm not even talking necessarily about calls. There was some bad calls. There, we had a guy blocked into the, uh, the our punt returner. Like there, there was things that happened that, yeah, I'm not even blaming the game on that. It was just the flow of the game was awful. There was times, Ben, I looked at you and I said, I don't think we've seen a football play in 20 minutes. 20 minutes, Ben. Uh, There's about three between, different times between timeout, targeting call review, and then TV timeout. Oh, it was the first quarter took. So long. Oh. Beyond And, ma- so and maybe long. that's what Tech couldn't get in a rhythm. I think the first quarter, I think Mark and I talked about it on the show uh, following the game on the Impact Healthcare Solutions call in, post-game call-in show. The first quarter took 49 minutes. That like, is holy insane. Cow. doesn't even take me 49 minutes to put my kids to sleep at night. The first quarter is the fastest quarter in football because everybody's running the ball. Getting warmed up. God. Forty nine minutes, Ben. It was awful. Listen, awful. Listen, let's let's talk about this game. Okay, Tech had two hundred and ten total yards of offense in the game. Listen, we Ben, we, that's awful. No, hey, listen. Skip said it today in his press conference. The worst, Did he say it was awful? He says the worst offensive performance they've had since he's been. Well, then here. what are you yelling at me for? That's what I'm concerned about. Yeah, yeah it's not even that good, and we put up two hundred and ten yards. Oh uh, yeah, you don't provide any context to your opinions. That's why. That's that's the context. Oh, really? Well, like, was there a, was there a cause for that? Luke maybe? Anthony is solid, eighty-five yards. Oh, uh, yeah. Patty so- Mahomes does that in one drive. Yeah, solid seventh and eighth tackles on the left and All right, right go side. Ahead, go ahead, and give, go ahead, and give your uh, your reasoning. Go ahead and talk no, about your offensive line. No, I'm just saying, like, let, let's be real with one another right here. Okay, I I get it. Tackles are important. Yeah, I get it. I mean, dude but from two hundred and ten. This is Division One football team. Two hundred and ten yards against dude from UTEP. UTEP had three and a half sacks. He had another five quarterback hits. Like Ben, it just clue it was, in a little bit. And one of those, the I mean, about 50, 60 of those yards was a hardy screen that we ran fifteen times. Yeah, it was tr- yeah. That's about only time we had. Like I mean, we didn't have time to do anything else. Which, by the way, I know you love Hardy, but that's about that's about what we've gotten out of him this year. Oh, really? That screenplay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. leading receiver. But anyways, so, so listen, here, here's my concerns. Obviously, we talked about the offensive line following the BYU game. They, the, the offensive line was obliterated. They were obliterated against BYU's three-man front. Okay, you fast maybe, forward to this week. Maybe that's what I'm, I'm struggling with. Like, it's two weeks in a row. I no, like it's it is, no, and I get that. Like, you look at the last two weeks. Let's, let's not sit here and 
beat around the bush, 32 quarterback pressures and seven sacks in two weeks. That's not cutting it. 2.3 yards a carry. Like, that's concerning. I get it. But listen, you look at BYU. Okay, they, they had some legit, they had some dudes, in quotes, on their defensive line. UTEP, I don't know what they have. Listen, they're improved. They are what they are. They're boring as hell to watch. I can tell you that. But they play a, a style of football that can really lull you to sleep a little bit. And that's exactly what they did. And on top of it, Byron Rossell's making his first start since last year when he broke his leg, broke his ankle, broke his foot against Marshall. Had his first full week of practice. On the opposite side, you got Walker Hankinson, a redshirt freshman, making his first career start. And did not even travel to BYU due to some COVID. And (laughs) listen, like, he didn't even practice up until probably Wednesday. So it's like you add all these things together and you're like, holy cow, I get it. But then you look at the defensive side of the ball. UTEP scores 10 points and has 266 total yards. And you're like, all right, here we go. I'm getting a little amplified in here. Drink my Red Bull? Like, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. It's like, you, you want to sit out here and, and point to the negative. Like, let, let's talk some positive. Let's, let's talk Trey Baldwin, Louisiana sports writer, p- defensive player of the week. Nine tackles, plays in his first full game of the year. Let's, let's talk Grubbs. Let's talk Cedric Woods. Let's talk Mackie Caravan. Let's talk Milton Williams. Like, the, like. The boys on David Blackwell's side of the ball is starting to play some real ball. Skip said today in his press conference feels pretty solid about his two deep. And listen, we talked about it. You're replacing 10 stars. You're going to be a work in progress throughout the year. But, hey, you had to lean on this group for nearly four quarters. And and they stepped up and they did their jobs. And, and I talked to Ezekiel Barnett in the press conference. He's like, that gives us some confidence going forward. I mean, does that give you any confidence going forward? Or do you rather defense struggle and lose so you can have something to complain about on Tuesday nights? No, I don't know. No, no, I'm just I'm concerned that the UTEP's not really a, an offensive powerhouse, Ben. I'm glad those guys did their job, but was their job that hard? I don't know. UTEP, Ask ULM. Don't, do you want me to go there? I don't think I'm allowed to. Well, don't go there, but I'm just telling you, it's like a dub to dub. Oh, 100%. But we were supposed to win that game, so of course I'm like, we were supposed to win. We won, yeah, but not yeah. in the way that I would have liked to win going forward into the season where we're going to be playing some tougher competition, Ben. How That's all I'm saying. No, I get it. I get it, but it's like, come on. Like, hey. Maybe we're not that far. Maybe no, I, I'm not saying we're not. I'm just saying, listen, a dub's a dub. You beat, you beat UTEP 7. Are you going to be the a dub's a dub guy? Is, you, that, you, is that who you are today? That's who I am. You beat UTEP 17-15 to 15 with Jeff Driscoll at quarterback in 2015. Like, you know how many games they won in 2015? Probably a donut. I'm just saying. Like, it happens. I'm happy we won. I would rather win and learn some lessons. Oh, you than think lose. I don't want to win? You got to you got to stop saying that. I want to win. I'm glad we won. I just have some concerns on the offense. Cool. You, you wanna, defense did their job against a subpar team. You want to You want me to tell you something I don't have a concern about? Those dead gum cookies you brought me in the fourth quarter. Wow. Oh, from the press box. Exceptional. Some of your best work. Gosh. I tell you what, for those sitting around Ben Carlisle in the fourth quarter, quite the comedic relief. 
I was a little amped up at that officiating crew. I'm not. They are lie. awful. And something about there not being that many fans in the fourth quarter really makes you feel like you have a voice. How about the crowd? Them, how about the crowd refs, have a pulse? The, the refs were very aware that uh, Ben Carlisle was in the stadium. You're dang right they were. Listen, it, listen. L- let me just recap it real quick, 30 seconds. It was an ugly football game. Tech did not play very well. But at the end of the day, you got Marshall coming to town. You got three and one versus three and zero. Oh. Marshall's three and zero, oh, number one in the East versus number one in the West. Listen, I just can't see it happening two weeks in a row. That's all I'm saying. Like, like Tech's gonna play better this week. Listen, Tech, it did happen two weeks in a row. Tech played awful against BYU. Did BYU's play? ranked fifteenth in the country. Does it counts? You can't take it away. That's fair. It counts. It's fair. If Tech wants to be a team and be a contender in this country, you can't just. Take games off your schedule and say they don't count. That's that's exactly what I said they should do. No, listen. This football team, they're going to get healthier this week. You're going to have a week to prepare. I'm sorry if I'm not jacked up for the UTEP game. Now, should a player be jacked up? Yes. You get 11, 12 opportunities a year. But me... Listen, I can understand playing down to your competition. Blame who you want. Blame the coaches. Blame the players. Hey, blame Tommy McClellan if you want to blame him. But this week, they'll be ready to go. Okay, for our listeners, just to give them a little a little insight, like how, how massive of a deal is not having your two starting tackles? How massive? It's huge when you consider that both of your tackles weren't even supposed to be tackles, that the ones that are really starting <laughs> – like it's huge. I mean, you're like I'm not kidding. You're playing the seventh and eighth guy, and I'm not saying they don't have Division One scholarships, but come on, sometimes it takes some growth within the program. Like, hey, I hear you. I, I'm just asking. Let's look ourselves in the mirror and evaluate the data. Looking ahead to this week, Marshall comes to town. The Thundering Herd. Doc Holliday's bunch playing pretty well. Dogs, 14-point underdogs. Is what yeah, Vegas two has touchdowns. Dog at home. If that doesn't jack you up as a player, you ain't getting jacked up. Man, I get, that is, hey, that's concerning. Gets my blood flowing thinking about it. Although I did take Vegas to town this weekend. Yeah, you were 0-11. No, no, no. My locks, though. Oh, yeah. Two and one on the locks. Yeah, we're going to get to the locks of the week later on in the show. Of course, Tech Marshall, 5 p.m. kickoff. The old 5 p.m. Old 5 p.m. on late afternoon kickoff Saturday night in the Joe. Matchup of the two top teams in Conference USA to this point in the season. Uh, coming up in the next segment, Beck, we actually got a late ad. Sutton Davison wants to join us. Oh, I bet he does. Bet he does. Always Probably has some asparagus and chicken on the on the table. Yeah. He He's going to come it. in and talk about how he's doing us a favor. And Dude can't even turn on a grill. Oh. 6.30, we got Aaron Perkins, HerNation.com will join us to break down the matchup between Louisiana Tech and Marshall. 6.45, take a look around Conference USA. Take a look around the country as well. It's another upset Saturday. Seems like we've been saying that every you know, every week to this point. Uh, then at seven o'clock, we're gonna we're gonna ask a few questions to one another. I know you said you got some. I got some th- burning questions. Yeah, you got some burning questions to bounce off of me. I got some burning answers for you. Then at seven, or also at seven, we're gonna give our three locks of the week. 
And then at 7.15, we're going to put a bow on it. Of course, you can always catch us on the Fairway Carts hotline or text lines, 888-993-7762. We'd love to hear from you throughout the evening. Give your thoughts on the Bulldogs' 21-17 victory over UTEP. Or give us your thoughts. Dogs, two touchdown underdogs. Add Marshall. Go ahead, take our first time out. We come back from the break. We got the little man, Sutton Davison. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, 99.3 FM. At First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi-passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371-CART, and go Bulldogs! Got a lot of stuff? Ideal Portable Buildings has what you need. A new custom-built portable building built with quality materials at low prices no one will beat. Ideal also carries Dirksen Portable Buildings in all sizes from a garden shed to a lofted barn cabin. And keep all your stuff covered with a new Eagle Carport from Ideal. Rent to own with no credit check and 12 months same as cash with approved credit. Find Ideal Portable Buildings on Facebook or call 699-9426. Graduate sales. You know us as the class ring people, and you should. We've been supplying the area with graduation specialty products like class rings for more than 60 years. At Graduate Sales, there's so many things we offer, though. Name cards, mailing accessories, note cards, T-shirts, shorts, memory gifts, memory books, announcements, inserts, too. Rely on us for all your graduation needs, including class rings. Call Kurt Joyner at Graduate Sales or go online, www.graduatesalesury.com. That's www.graduatesalesury.com. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Got the music there, guys. My bad. Oh, Tate, you're good. We got (laughs) BC. I will rectify that situation. (laughs) Hey, listen, our next guest on the Fairway Carts hotline, Tate, I don't blame you. For not bringing us yeah, in. He doesn't need any kind of introduction. No, Sutton, <laughs> let, let, quick question right out of the gate. What you got on the grill tonight? Hey, man, i tell you what I got on the grill. I got you standing about, oh, 60 feet from home. That's what I like to see grilled up nice and hot. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I'll be honest. He's just saying <laughs> if I was on the mound. Oh, right, Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Sutton, yeah, big yeah. home run hitter. Let me tell you, you <laughs> yeah. can't figure out if he bats lefty or righty, but he can come out talking. What you hey, doing? Uh, by the way, what you got going on tomorrow? My nine-year-old nephew has uh, some. He needs some soft toss. I was wondering if you'd be available to uh, to throw him a couple. Yeah. I told him you'd, you'd throw as hard as you can, and he'd be fine. Yeah, send him on down. Hey, big game in yeah. Nash- big game in Nashville tonight. Titans and Bills. Who you got? Well, uh, you know what? I'm just thankful that uh, the Titans were able to 
to get one going. Although it wouldn't have mattered. I beat Beck without a worry. My best player hasn't even without played Without a worry? Keenan Allen went down the first quarter. I can show text messages of you being like, oh, you win. You're going to win. You're going to win. You're going to win. I said if I said if D. Henry didn't play, but he's playing, and it didn't matter anyway because you're the worst GM in history, and you drafted Gronk in the fifth round. Uh, All right, here, the same here, record, bro. Listen, we're not here for the pity party of y'all talking fantasy football that no one really honestly cares about. Um, no, you don't. No, I don't. You're right. So let, let's uh, let's get to it. I know you were on the road this week. You got a chance to watch the dogs. A little twenty-one seventeen victory. I don't. I don't think anybody in their right mind would say it was pretty. But you know, like we talked about in the first segment, a win is a win, and that's the goal. You'd rather learn some lessons after a win versus a loss. Um, your thoughts on the dogs' performance? Well, you already mentioned it. I know that the dogs were missing both of their starting tackles, but, man, it was hard not to notice how bad that offensive line struggled against UTEP. I mean, it looks like you playing for the Blanchard Bulldogs where you couldn't even hardly hand the ball off before you're getting sacked, and that's on run plays. I mean, it felt like Luke Anthony was just getting swarmed before he could even decide what the first read possibly could have been. It was, it was a bummer to watch, but I will say – a win's a win. I'll take it. It was ugly, but it's not going to cut it against Marshall next week. If you'll remember two weeks ago when I was on, I told y'all going to BYU was not going to be easy, and y'all, Mr. 11-0 and themselves, oh, we're more talented than them. Oh, we're just as talented as them. Oh, Well, we saw what happened. Well, I'm telling you, Marshall's a better team than Tech right now. I would and agree so, with that. And so coming into the Joe next week, playing Marshall, you're going to have to be better on the offensive line than we were a couple nights ago. No, I would agree with that. And I think, you know, you look at this Tech team and, you know, you hear some of the comments and really, especially, you know, talking about that offensive line and, and some of the concerns that they've had the past couple of weeks. I don't think that, you know, even when Donovan Campbell and Anton Lewis return at the two tackle spots, I'm not sure that's going to, you know, automatically – evolve into a great offensive line but I think the big thing is you just have to be able to give Luke Anthony enough time to throw because CJ Powell said in the press conference today if you give our receivers just a little bit of time to get open they've proven that they got some talent and can make some plays and there's you know a number of guys that can do that back there I think they can go 8-10 deep depending on the night so I think offensively for Tech the big thing is You just have to give Anthony a little bit of time to throw so that he can get some of those weapons involved. Hopefully it causes the defense to kind of back up, put the safeties in center field, and then you can open up the run game some. But the big thing, you have to get the offensive line fixed to some degree. I absolutely agree, and you're right. I mean, the playmakers on this team, you just can list them off, and and they they just keep going. It's, It's pretty impressive at how many guys, at both the running back and the wide receiver position. Heck, and, you know, looking at Bear, who's kind of that slot, almost tight end hybrid H-back guy, it's impressive to see how many guys they have. I like to com- probably compare this team to the Dallas Cowboys in that uh, you look at their offensive talent, it's through the roof. You know, you've got, you know, guys like Cooper, Lamb, Gallup, uh, you know, and then Schultz and, and Jarwin at tight end, Pollard and Zeke, both too deep at running back. And then with obviously Dak going down, Shreveport guy, prayers up for Dak. Obviously hate to see that. But now you've got your Luke Anthony quarterback for the Cowboys in Andy Dalton, not a guy who's going to do a lot. 
but can manage the game, can move the ball down the field. And that Cowboys O-line is aging out a little bit, and then don't even get me started on the defensive side of the ball. Not a bad comp, if you ask me, for this Louisiana Tech team. Um, but I, I think I've seen what I need to see. Smoke Harris is, is arguably the best offensive player on the team right now. The guy has so much talent, and he's a threat to take it to the house anytime he touches the ball. Uh, I've liked what I've seen out of Hardy. He's been playing better, picking up big thir- big third downs. I, I, that long third down where he fought to the first down marker uh, comes to mind. Uh, and then I like seeing uh, both Henderson and Tucker kind of splitting the workload and, and both being effective uh, when called upon. And, you know, you want to talk about this Tech defense looking like the Cowboys up. Honestly, that makes me uh, think you're just checking a box score on Saturday. Um, I thought the Bulldogs played better on Saturday. No, I agree. I agree. And I told you all about Grubbs and Woods. I told you all those are the standouts, and they have continued to be the standouts. Hey, how about this? Hold on. I don't mean to interrupt you. How about this? Tyler Grubbs leads the country with 42 tackles. True freshman. I saw that. I saw that. Leads the country. Woods is fifth nationally in pass breakups. That's not, not too shabby. Not too shabby. Also, pretty easy to make tackles at the linebacker position when guys are getting to the second level consistently. I'll tell you that. <laughs> but, but I will say, before I wrap the book up on the offense, I don't know if y'all touched on this in the first segment. I was I was getting dinner ready, but uh, yeah, but I'm not a fan of the switching quarterbacks. I think you've got to stay with one guy. Listen, at this point, and you're not going to like this, BC. I don't see a huge discrepancy between Anthony and Allen. I think Anthony's probably been a little more consistent, but I think Allen's got probably more talent. I will say that just pick one and stick with it. The switching thing, you know, this is not Drew Brees and Taysom Hill out here. This is a couple of guys who need confidence, who need, you know, that momentum to keep swinging in their direction. And, and just changing it up every series or every half, that doesn't give a lot of confidence to a guy like Anthony who week one, you know, gets all these this national recognition. He's he's kind of been seen as the leader, and then to have the rug consistently pulled out from under him, I, I just think you got to go with one guy and ride it out for better or for worse, unless the ship just really starts to sink. I mean, I, I get that. You know, I think that when when you look back at Saturday in particular, I, I thought you know they bring Allen in. Uh, I believe it was somewhere midway point of the third quarter, and the offense had been stagnant. It felt like for so long. So I kind of understood that move. I do agree with you that, you know, if you're, you know, if your offense is rolling, you know, even if you've, you know, say you've scored three touchdowns and you have two or three drives where you don't score. Okay. Like I understand. Let, let's stay with the guy that's, you know, got you to where you are. But Saturday, I, I was okay with the move. I thought that if you're going to play your backup, you know, I know they like to say that they're going to try to get them in every week. I think that's the type of, situation that you do go to the backup but I would agree with you I think you have to settle in on a guy and I think that you know if you ask the players on the team they would tell you that you know Luke Anthony is our starting quarterback and you know if he if he goes down or if he struggles to some degree Aaron Allen will be put in but no I agree I think you have to stick with a quarterback um, you know, not only from a confidence aspect but just from a rhythm standpoint as well well and this year's been different too they didn't get um, a lot of yeah. a lot of reps and practice before well, the season. Like well, and let what Luke develop. And what did Skip tell us? I think that you know they anticipate on getting five hundred live reps before the season. I think they got like a hundred. Yeah. So it's like that's a, that's a pretty large discrepancy, you know, in terms of what you're used to. So 
maybe things start clicking more, you know, after four games. We'll see. But, you know, I think that some of that stuff, like you said, is just a different year. So it's kind of hard to compare it to that normal sense, you know, of the normal things that we see every year. Yeah, I agree. And you honestly, you could have thrown Kyler Murray back there the other night. And with, with the way that offensive line was playing, he wouldn't have had a ton of success. So I don't, I'm not saying that uh, either guy deserved to be pulled for the other. I think you could maybe can start to use um, Allen like you do. A Jalen Hurts has been used in Philly where he kind of comes out and lines up out wide for a couple like weird, you know, um, packages or something like that. But as far as who's going to be going into the week as the starter, you got to pick a guy and roll. But um, I will say, last thing that that I noticed in the game that that needs to to maybe shore up if you're going to have any kind of success going forward is when you're looking at a young defense and when you're looking at a young uh, or injured offensive line, uh, you really have to establish uh, just a lot of solidarity on special teams. Yeah, and I don't yeah, think that, I that this I don't think that this team has done a good job of that. The punting's been really bad, and and uh, the allowing the 104 yard kick return touchdown that that kind of stuff can't happen um, if you want to win those kind of meaty conference games like Marshall and UAB um, and and have any kind of success going forward. But uh, I get that those kind of things do happen to the best of teams, but the punting situation it's got to be fixed. You got to be able to flip fields, and and honestly, I'm surprised at how how few field goals that old field goal skip has been kicking this season. Yeah, I hadn't kicked one in like 10 quarters, I think. Longest span that Tech hadn't kicked a field goal since like 2012. So pretty crazy. But thanks for the call, Sutton. we got to get to a timeout. We're going to break down Louisiana Tech and Marshall in the next segment. Hey, I heard you're looking really cool tonight in the studio. I heard you have a cool <laughs> Yeah, tune head into head. Facebook Live. Ben's got a – Ben's a, you know – Looking a little like he, Baker Mayfield is. Oh. I was about to say he's looking. I was about to say he's looking like his daddy, Baker Mayfield. <laughs> yes, sir. Baker yeah. four and one. That's right. I wish you had as much intensity uh, in on radio as Baker does in, in the game. But uh, Mama didn't but hey, no missed you on the yeah. morning show this morning. Missed you on the morning show this morning. Wasn't nearly as good without you. Yeah, we'll see it. Anyways, so Beck, you know, and, and we talked about some of that stuff that we mentioned with Sutton, but. Okay, what what about what about the the people that are saying, you know, going back to Aaron Allen and Luke Anthony splitting a little bit of time. There's a couple times that you and I mean I heard you yelling from yeah. the stands. Aaron, run. Like you got it open, run. Like why do we not use him in a situation where it's like, "Hey, Aaron, like think run." I, I thought he had some rough reads in the zone read game. I, I thought sometimes he kept it when he should have handed it off and sometimes he handed it off when he should have kept it. And I, I don't know. I, I don't think Aaron's a. I mean, that's obviously not the game plan because no. he's not. He's not thinking about it at all. But I hate to. I hate to even use the Taysom Hill thing. But if we're gonna go dual quarterback, like Aaron can run. I don't. I disagree. you just don't ever see that happening. I don't. I don't think he's a runner. He's fast. <coughs> I, I don't. I, I don't think he's any more runner of a runner than Luke Anthony is. Well, he ain't a thrower. Fair enough. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back from the break. We'll talk with Aaron Perkins of HerdNation.com. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio 99.3 F. Bulldog fans, this is Chris Brister from Brister's Smokehouse, and I'd like to invite you to our new location, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston, across the street from our old location. 
Stop in and try our famous scatter load on your choice of four different types of bread. Our barbecue nachos are piled high with your favorite type of meat. And you have to taste for yourself our tender and juicy smoked cooked chicken, my personal favorite. So whether you're in town or at a tech game or just in the mood for the best barbecue in town, come see us at Brister's Smokehouse, 1420 Cooktown Road in Ruston. Walpole Tire and Service has been a proud LaTeX supporter for over 60 years. So when the Bulldogs hit the field or hardwood, make sure your vehicle is game ready. Let the staff at Walpole get you safely to and from the game with brake repair, alignments, and computer diagnostics, plus all major brands of tires, including Goodyear, Michelin, and BF Goodrich. Walpole Tire and Service, a name you can trust. Ruston and West Monroe. Visit WalpoleTire.com. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary, outstanding, exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at BuyCourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at Exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. BC, Beck Haynes, John Tabor, Bleed Tech Blue Radio. Beck, Louisiana Tech, Marshall, 5 p.m. kickoff inside Joe I. Stadium Saturday night. Biggest conference game since... 2016, I would assume, when uh, Western Kentucky came to down. And join us on the Fairway Carts Hotline to break it down. Aaron Perkins, HerdNation.com. Aaron, how are things going for you tonight? Doing great here in Huntington. How about yourself? Oh, doing pretty well. Thanks for joining us. So, Aaron, let's jump right into it. Doc Holliday uh, in his 11th season as the head coach in Huntington. Um, you know, I, I know the last three years when you look at 8-5, and 9-4, and 8-5, and five, um, the expectations were probably a little bit higher than what the product ended up winning on the field. How, how would you evaluate the job that he's done from an 8-5 and five campaign in 2019 to the Thundering Herds 3-0 and start here in 2020? I just think, you know, right off the top, I think any team that, that has started off a season like Marshall and Louisiana Tech has, you have to give props to the coaches just because of, the extraordinary circumstances that they've been dealing with, like no other coaches dealt with ever, unless you want to go back to what, 1918 or whatever that was. But, um, 
you know, he's he's done a great job of, of getting this team is as deep <clears throat> as we've ever had, I believe, at every position. Um, he's got a quarterback now that he trusts and that you can just tell is a is a leader, and his football IQ is higher than anyone we've had in in a long time. And uh, you know, I give him a lot of credit for putting together. <clears throat> he first came to Marshall. He said. Um, you know, I'm not here to give you give you a good team. I'm here to build you a program, and and I think that's exactly what he's done. And you know, it's year in and year out for the most part. He's consistent, and uh, and this year hopefully is a, a lot better than the past three. So so far, so good. And you know, you talk about the trust that he's gained at the quarterback position. Obviously, going back to the summer, uh, Isaiah Green is dismissed from the program, and you look at the quarterback room. Grant Wells was there. A redshirt freshman, not exactly proven, but the job that he's done in the first three weeks, I think, you know, he didn't play all that well against Appalachian, against Appalachian State a few weeks ago. But any time you can start out a year 3-0 and as a redshirt freshman quarterback, like you said, you have to feel pretty comfortable uh, about the job that Grant Wells has done to this point. No, no doubt. You know, he was going to – he was going to push for that starting job this year, even with Isaiah Green here. I'm not saying that as – as any type of sour grapes, because I was a I was a big Isaiah Green fan. You know, he wasn't he he didn't have the prettiest mechanics, and but he for the most part found a way to to win football games, even even you know leading a few comeback wins and holding on to wins late, you know that that he could have folded in. So, you know, but but yeah, he's um, Wells. The offense just looks different with him. He's he's quicker uh, with his reads. Um, He's seeing stuff that wasn't seen in the past, and you know, Marshall Marshall fans have been asking where certain types of offenses, where it's been over the past uh, two or three years, and this year we're seeing the same offense, but different players open, different players being seen quicker, and it's just it's almost like it's the, the types of offense that Tim Cramsey has, has had at, at stops and other stops in his career as an offensive coordinator. So we're starting to see that finally. And, you know, Skip Holtz talked about it today in his press conference. Obviously, Wells has played well at quarterback, but really, offensively, this Marshall team, they're really physical up front, a big offensive line, and Brendan Knox leads them from the running back position. Uh, we've seen Brendan Knox for a number of years now. Obviously, Tech got a firsthand glimpse of just how good he is a year ago in Huntington. But how has he played in the early portion of the season, and how has this offensive line performed on top of that? I think both of those positions have kind of been what everyone expected out of them. Uh, the offensive line is, they're old. They've been there for a long time. They've played together for a long time. A lot of them were recruited at the same time. Uh, Josh Ball came here, you know, via Florida State at one point before going to junior college. Um, you know, he's, he's just a big old tackle, and all of them um, – you know, when you play that many games together, uh, they know where to go and where to be and where their uh, where their teammates are going to be. And Knox is just one of those. I've always compared him to like a uh, Emmett Smith type running back. He's he does nothing flashy. Um, he always gets tackled forward, and at the end of the game, he somehow ends up with a hundred to hundred and twenty yards, and you don't even realize he had it. So uh, that's he's just going to wear on you and wear on you and wear on you. And then this year we have Sheldon Evans, who's getting several carries a game that's, that's a very similar back in regards to he's not a breakaway back. He's he's going to pound. He's going to make one cut. 
gain three to five yards and come back and do it again. But what it's doing is keeping Knox's legs fresh. When he comes in, you know, kind of like LeBron, when he comes in for that last six minutes of the game, he's a different guy. So um, it's really opened up. I give Sheldon Evans a lot of credit for, for that. Right, and shifting to the defensive side of the ball, um, they've allowed 186 yards per game, I think somewhere in the range of seven points per game. Um, it appears on paper uh, this is one of the better Marshall defenses that they've had in a number of years. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of it's Again, I went go back to what I was saying at the beginning. It's, I really think it's the depth. And then just what we were talking about just now with, with Knox and having fresh legs late, we're playing – you know, depending on how many plays the offense, the opponent's running, we may play 12 defensive linemen in the first three series, three and a half series. And uh, it's just keeping everyone fresh because our line, the interior of our line, I can say, you know, is not very big. They're a little light, but they um, they just get pressure and they're, filling, they're plugging holes and, and keeping guys off at Devontae Beckett, a middle linebacker, so he can come up and, you know, make yeah, leading, you know, he's in the top. I don't know what number exactly in the country in regards in in overall tackles. So it's uh, so far so good. You know, you get the backside of this defense at safety with Brandon Drayton and Derek Pitts. Uh, Pitts is a transfer from West Virginia. Brandon Drayton was headed to uh, Indiana out of high school and ended up here. They're both long. They're both fast. They're both athletic, and you can tell the difference in a and a G5 safety and a C5 safety at some point, and right now is one of them. And I think, you know, you, you talk about Marshall in the secondary, and that was really my next question. You, you look at all the weapons that Louisiana Tech has at receiver. Um, I know they like to believe that they can go 8 to 10 deep at the receiver position with virtually no, you know, no drop-off. And then you look at Marshall on the defensive side of the ball. Their secondary has performed exceptionally well. Um, how, how do you – not necessarily how do you see that matchup playing out, but – you know, from Marshall's point of view, how do you think they match up with Louisiana Tech? Yeah, man, I don't know that I know the answer to that, to be honest with you, because, again, we're just three games into the season, and I don't know that we've faced a quarterback yet, and we haven't faced an offense like Louisiana Tech. I think both teams are going to come out of this learning a little bit, a little bit more about themselves than – than, than we do than we know right now. I don't know what to expect when it comes to our defensive backs. Um, Jalen Sapp has been here for five years. Uh, Stephen Gilmore, uh, you know, his brother plays for the Patriots. Um, he doesn't have the size of his older brother, but he's one of those guys that always seems to be in the right place at the right time, and he always makes a play at some point during a game that matters. And uh, so... It, that, I think that's going to be the key matchup is, you know, LaTex wideouts against our defensive backs. I would say that's going to be the key matchup of the weekend. And you look forward to this game on Saturday, obviously a 5 p.m. kickoff here in Ruston on CBS Sports Network. Um, you know, ju- just to expand on that a little bit, some of your keys to the game from Marshall's perspective, uh, if they're going to get out of Ruston a, a winner Saturday night. Just like I said, the defensive backs play against against your wide receivers. Um, the interior of our defensive line, keeping your offensive lineman off of Beckett, who's not the biggest of linebackers, and then Grant Wells going into a, a you know, a, it's hard to say. You you want to say hostile, but unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. who knows how hostile it can be with, you know, the amount of, of 
you know, fans that each team's allowed to have. So just on the road, um, you know, a freshman quarterback, too big. You know, going into the season before we lost Isaiah Green, I felt, you know, I felt good about these two road games against Western and La Tech because we were going to have a third-year starter against two, you know, first-time starters. And there are two new quarterbacks, I guess I should yeah. say, at Western and La Tech. And, um, and now here we are reversed where we have the freshmen. So it's, um, you know, all I know is I've wanted to come to Ruston for a game against Louisiana Tech ever since we got in, in conference. And I'm heading down Thursday and I can't wait for it. So that's my, that's my takeaway for the weekend. I hear you. And I got one question for you, um, if you don't mind me asking. No, let's uh, hit, hit us with it. My favorite meal of the day is breakfast. I hate eating breakfast at places that I've heard of before. So where can I eat breakfast? Oh, in Ruston. That's a great question. That's a great um, question. A grease pit, something you know. <laughs> I, I don't care how dirty it is. I just that's that's my my cup of tea for breakfast. Uh, there's a food truck in downtown Ruston. I'm I'm pretty sure it's still open. It's called Grown and Grazed, and it's got a really okay. really good breakfast. Um, I check and make sure they're open. I haven't been in a while, but um, they have a good breakfast. But that'd be like a grab and go. They do have some benches out there you can sit at. But um, as far yeah. as I'd say, that's honestly one of Ruston's biggest complaints is not having yeah a great, not having breakfast. You places. have you have a couple coffee shops that offer some good stuff. Um, Common yeah. Goods is a coffee shop with some really great cinnamon rolls, but. Um, yeah. We don't have a ton of like non-chain <laughs> sit-down breakfast places. That is okay. Log, Log Cabin is another one that has yeah. breakfast. Log Cabin does have okay. breakfast, and, yeah. th- and that's a local restaurant. That's a local restaurant. You're going to be able to get some big pancakes and that kind of thing. They'll uh, they'll they'll do you right. They okay, Log, Cat- Log Cabin it is. All right, sounds good, Aaron. So we'll, we'll hit you up on Saturday. Make sure everything's going well for you in Ruston, and uh, we we hope you have a great trip down and. You know, we, we've seen these two teams. Tech joined the league back in 2013, and this is the first trip Marshalls, you know, came down to Ruston. So I know Tech fans are looking to, forward to it as well. Well, I can't wait to get there. Absolutely. And how, how can our listeners follow you guys' work online? At HerdNation.com. HerdNation.com. So follow Aaron Perkins and the guys at HerdNation.com. We appreciate you, Aaron, and uh, looking forward to a fun matchup Saturday night. All right, guys. Thanks for having me. Talk to you soon. Back. BC. Let's open up a breakfast joint. Well, I've been saying it for BC years. BC and Bex. Saying it for years. Tape, tapes produces the food. It could be like bet, Bleed Tech Blue I Radio. Bet, I bet, I'll come eat. I bet Tapes can cook a mad I'll pancake. <laughs> he said he'll cook I can eat a mad pancake, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, then we got a timeout to get to, don't we? We got a timeout to get to. And we come back after the break. Gonna take a look around Conference USA last week. Gonna take a look around the country. A number of upsets on the national scene. We're also gonna give you our three locks for the week. Wanna make some money? Holler at BC. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, ninety-nine point First National Bank, we are committed to the individuals and communities we serve. We offer personal banking, mortgage lending, commercial lending, and cash management. 
Let us honor our pledge to be uncommon in all that we do by visiting one of our convenient locations in Arcadia, Ruston, Farmerville, Monroe, and West Monroe and experience our professional, enthusiastic service. First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank. Member FDIC. Acme Glass and Mirror, we have so much more. Whether business, home, or auto, we have the glass you're looking for. Replacing glasses painless, like everything we do. The very best in service, always close to you. Acme Glass and Mirror, give us a break and we'll shine through. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for LaTeX. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at LaTeX. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371 Cart, and go Bulldogs! The Courtesy Automotive team is giving you even more. Just announced the new Courtesy Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, along with Courtesy Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Cadillac. Two locations, eight brands, one goal. To give you more choices, great prices, and the best service. Shop all eight brands online at buycourtesy.com. Courtesy Automotive, now serving you from both sides of I-20 at exit 86 in Ruston. Oh, Courtesy, a great place to buy a car. Want to find out stuff about tech sports your neighbor doesn't know? Keep it right here on Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Car Top Line, 888-993-7762. 888-993-7762. It's the Fairway Carts Hotline or Text Line. We'd love to hear from you back. You know, we're going to jump into some of these scores across the country this past Saturday, I guess. Um, I don't know. You've been tooting your own horn for, yeah. it seems like, 72 hours. Um, Clemson takes care of business oh, man, I got against so Manny Diaz and Blake Baker. People's picking this is the upset. This is who's going to beat Clemson this year. Miami. Oh, the quarterback, King, he's something else. They haven't played anybody like Dabo and the Clemson Tigers. Big Dabo guy. Big Dabo. I think Dabo's smart. I think he's creative. I think he's going to outsmart former coach, Louisiana Tech coach. Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz. Blake Baker. I mean, I love him. Hope they're successful. They ain't no Dabo, BC. Ain't no Dabo. Laid it on them. To say I mean, the least. Oh, and I believe one of those guys that thought maybe uh, Miami would win was was that you, Ben? Was that, uh, was that you? Did I have them to win? Yeah, you were like, oh yeah, right. It's gonna be a close game. Miami's gonna win that hey, one. Hey, I'm not gonna lie. I had the Canes at number four in the country last. Awful week. pick. Yeah. Awful. Pre- pretty terrible pick, if I must say so myself. Let's jump right to the fairway carts hotline. Joined by Quint. Quint, what's happening? Not much, guys. Uh. Beck, I'm kind of like an offensive guy, kind of like you are, and I was gravely disappointed in that game on Saturday. But I do think Ben is right on this. I don't know about that. There are, 
There are a lot of things that went into this. The offensive tackles, for one. I think if you took the right and left tackle from any off, right and left offensive tackles from any team, that they wouldn't even be able to win hardly. We we've been around Skip enough to know by now that when the when it gets down to game crunch time, he's always going to go conservative offense. That's just his mentality. Right. He said he said in his uh, coaches show on Monday that he would be thrilled and would call it beautiful if we could have won the game two to nothing. And that, too, would have been I the defensive that. safety. I hate that. I, and I do, and I hate that. That's the one thing I don't like about our program. But I also think you've got to give UTEP a little bit of credit. I mean, they were a 10-point dog going into ULM, and ULM got smoked by them. Yeah, I think now, I know that's the ULM program. <laughs> I know the ULM program may be – on the decline, but they're not that much on the decline. I think that's some of UTEP. No, I, I think so. UTEP has gotten better. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I mean, you can't you can't be awful and win three games. I don't care who you play, Ben. But I, I do think the ULM – I'm not sure there's a ton of guys in Vegas just peeing in on ULM. <laughs> no offense. I'm just saying that line – Oh, I don't either. I, I, hey, personally, I personally benefited from that line. So, I'm, I'm with you. Quinn, I, I am. I see. You're right. You take you take two tackles away from any team in the country, and they're going to be a lot worse. Hundred percent. Take six away. Oh, oh, here we go. Anyways, I, I I see that argument. I just I just didn't see. I don't know. Maybe I'm just frustrated. I, I think you're right. I think we may have underestimated UTEP slightly. I'll say this about the UTEP play calling or quarterback, whatever you want to call it. The dude ain't afraid to sling it down the field. Yeah, no may not kidding. be anywhere right. close to anybody, but He's he ain't afraid to sling it. So. They kept themselves close with that way and a special teams play, and I think that's what probably their game plan. If we're going to stay tight, we got to sling it, you know, or take some yeah, chances. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, I just think we've all been around Skip long enough to know that. I mean, we suffered through the J Bar era, E R R O R, and we saw that he's not afraid of, and we saw that he's not afraid of conservative play. I mean, it bores us to death as fans. I mean, I literally was like, how much longer does this game have to go? I mean, just let's hang on and get the win and get out of here, but. I mean, it's not the game that I would like to see. I mean, you can ask anybody that talked to me this week. I complained about the game from the moment it was over, but it is a win. Yeah, yeah. And right. I think you're, I think you're getting caught in a set of circumstances that would probably never happen again. No, right. I yeah. agree. I agree. And Thank- great call. Thanks for the call, Quint. No, and Beck, just, just to expand on that a little bit too. Expand and, on it, BC. Please enlighten me. Yeah, and I think it's an interesting discussion to have. So you know, and Quip mentioned you know Skip would like to win a game two to nothing, blah blah blah. But I think also you look at it and and I mean we got we got it we got a text on the text line right, that, that, that per- pertains to that. FS says OnlyFans talk about ugly wins. To coaches, any win is a beauty. To behold, I get that. I really do. No, I agree. That's your. I mean, you know, they get paid to get W's. Well, if you go eleven and zero and score seven points a game, you're stats, eleven and zero. Stats are for losers, BC. Hey, that ain't no lie, tapes. But hey, listen. But as a fan, no, you want the excitement, and I get that. And, and, I want to feel like my team is semi competent. No, and, and to go further on Quint's point, when you talk about you know Skip going conservative and you're waiting for the game to be over and this and that and the other, and we saw that so much during J Mar's era. But, two, also, you have to think that, like, as a coach, like, and it's like FS says, like, coaches aren't necessarily concerned with that part. If they see, like we saw in that game, he was like, man, we can't block these guys up front, and they can't score on our defense. So he's like, I'm going to scale it back a little bit so that we don't make some mistakes so that later on, 
in the game when they're having to go 80 yards down the field, they do make some mistakes, and eventually they made some mistakes and turned the football over. Right. But uh, it, it is it right. is hard to watch no, no. at times. And I you're, get and it. you're absolutely right. I guess I'm just sad that that's where we had to be. Like, I'm not faulting the way coach or skip coached the game. I'm just I just wish we didn't have to do that. Like no, I wish I, I wish no, the I offense. That and, point. You know, so so all day long, Skip did his job. You know. No, I, I get it. Like, I mean, you get paid Skip to win. would rather, rather everybody be custom on the way home with a W. Exactly. Than, but you're a fan. So, like, right. say you pay 40 bucks, like, and, and Rafe is about and that's to not come. even my argument. I, I like a W. I just, no. just want to feel like going into the rest of the season that, hey, you here's some things we do it. well and here's some things we don't. Right now I feel like we've got a lot more things that we don't do well. We've just played some really terrible programs, low-end programs, that we've gotten away with it. Sure. I just think going into Marshall this week, I'm just a little You're concerned. You're a little concerned. little concerned. Let's jump right back to the Fairway Carts hotline, joined by Rafe. Rafe, thanks for joining us. Hey, man, glad to join you. I, I, I want to kind of chime in on this. I, I do lay some of the blame at Skip's feet because, to be honest, I, I thought that the way we started that game, uh, there were a couple of pivotal calls. One of them was a punt. On our side of the, on their side of the field, that you know ended up being like a net of 15 yards, where we could have gone for it. Uh, there were a couple other real conservative calls once when we had the lead that I felt like we possibly could have blown the game open. You know, just kind of opened it up on them to where they were having to take a lot of risk and not just kind of staying neck and neck with us. And um, and and so I do, I, I think that. I appreciate winning. I mean, don't get me wrong, but I I do think that there's certain pivotal points in a game where um, certain plays can be made and it can turn into a blowout. I mean, I I believe that about BYU. I mean, I think that they are not that much better than us, but they took advantage of certain. Yeah, they stepped on the the throat when they had a chance to step on the throat. Right, and and took us out. And that's my. You know, really where I laid the fault at Skip. And you've got to know how to eliminate any possibility of winning in the opponent's mind, and he does not do that well. He hasn't done that well in a long time, and it's it's a weakness. I mean, he's got way more strengths than weaknesses, but that's a certain tendency that he has that allows teams to, to hang around. And, you know, I, I, I can just think of several different losses where I thought, okay, there was a point in that game we had control of it, and we just surrendered it. We we did not take advantage of it, and just like you said, accelerate and put our put our feet on the throat. Absolutely, Rafe. Thanks for the call. No, and you know, Rafe makes a good point as well. You know, when you do have that opportunity, and I think you know, and like Rafe mentioned, I thought there were some times in the game as well where fourth and two. You know what? If you can't line up and run the football for two yards against UTEP, like you got some problems, right. and I get it, but. At the same time, and we've heard Skip talk about it, and how much do you want to buy into it? Like that's up to you. But if you really didn't know that the tackles were out till until Friday, all right, okay, I, I get you know some of the inconsistent plays, some of the that's lack going to change your game yeah, plan. Some of the lack bit. of yeah. preparation, right. and I get some of that. But the, Rafe does make a good point. When you get to that twenty-one to ten mark, though, you can't give up a touchdown on a kickoff return. That's a killer because you have all the momentum in the football game. You got a chance to get another stop and another short field, and then the game's truly over. Right, and you know what Skip's going to do. We're part, only up by four. He's going to go on the defense more than the offense. No, especially in a game like right, that. Right, So, and not faulting him for that. But, 
It's going to change the game a little bit. That play changed the game. No, it did. There's I a agree. couple that call with the punt return. We got blocked into him. That changed the game a little oh bit. Oh, my gosh. That was a terrible call. You were you were letting him have it. Oh, Conference USA refs. They're so bad. That, every week. I saw the umpire. He was six foot seven, about 240 pounds. He... I don't know why he was out there. What'd you say, BC? Every game, every week. <laughs> every game, every week, Taves. Conference USA officials are incompetent. And they're here's terrible. The here's the deal. You got you got bad refs all across the country and make bad calls. It's like it's like they'll make a bad call, then they'll review it, and then they'll uphold no, the bad no, call. It's here's like, my favorite. Here's my favorite. All right, you you got the back judge. He throws that flag twenty five yards, but then he's got to go talk about it for ten minutes. Like. Dude, you threw your flag 25 yards. You clearly knew what you were throwing it at. Right, and if you have to like, take that long to like explain it call. to your, for your partners, then it may not have been a good call. Jeez, trying to get to Taco Bell after the game. Come on. Get my Dairy Clean Blizzard. Yeah. Come on. Let's go ahead and take our next time out. We come back. We're going to really jump into it. We're going to give you three locks for the week. BC and Beck will make you a little bit of money. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio 99.3 FM. Uncommon, how would you describe it? Would it be above the ordinary? Outstanding? Exceptional? First National Bank, the Uncommon Bank, is above the ordinary. An outstanding bank dedicated to exceptional customer service, trust, and courtesy. First National Bank, we promise to be uncommon in all the things we do. Member FDIC. Hey, DQ fans, the new Fall Blizzard Treat menu is here. It's a lineup of all your favorite fall flavors, blended with world-famous vanilla soft serve with pumpkin pie, caramel apple pie, Oreo mocha fudge, choco-dipped strawberry brownie dough, and snickerdoodle cookie dough. Every bite feels like diving into fall, leaves and all. It's officially fall at DQ, so hurry and make the season sweeter with the new Fall Blizzard Treat menu today. Hey, Bulldog fans, this is Mark Richardson with Bamba Motors in Arcadia. Are you looking for the lowest possible price for a used car or truck? My fellow Bulldog and partner Jeff Robinson has been out scouring area dealerships looking for the best possible deals. When he finds them, we bring them to Bamba Motors in Arcadia and pass on those deals to you. Come check us out in Arcadia, and when you do, you'll be able to say, I know I got the best deal. Go, dogs. Motors in Arcadia. Injured in an accident? Call Creed and Creed in Monroe for local experience representation. This is Sports Talk 97.7, now on KPCH Ruston 99.3. Don't have time to keep up with Louisiana Tech sports the way you'd like to? No worries, just listen to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Cards hotline, 888-993-7762. Bleed Tech Blue Radio, 888-993-7762. Beck, the listeners are chiming in tonight. Chiming in. Love it. Text from Brett on the text line. Something that Marshall, the Marshall guest hit on that concerned me is that both teams are going in blind. I don't have a lot of faith in Skip's ability to make in-game adjustments. And, I, you know, and you know, just to touch on Brett's point, Skip made an interesting comment today during the press conference. He said that you know they tried to make some changes in the, in the protections during the game 
when it came to helping the tackles out a little bit. And both quarterbacks made some mistakes in their reads within the new protections, and they just weren't as comfortable with them. So that was pretty interesting to see. You know, you don't think about some of those things. Bet you they'd be practicing that this week. Well, and that goes back to you didn't know that you were going to be without your two starting tackles, and so you wake up on Saturday morning, and it's like, boys, in a little bit of trouble tonight. Times are changing. All right, babe, let's jump into some of these picks. I guess you go back to last week. I guess you do, Ben. Tell them what you know. All right. Listen. Just tell them. Beck went two and one. Yeah, I did. BC, a little one and two. Nothing wrong with the old 33% win percentage, if you ask me. It's only one week. But um, <laughs> you look at Beck's picks. Holy cow, Derek Henry. I'm sorry. I had to mention that. You had to. You just had to do it. Oh, my goodness. Should have just seen this stiff arm. But anyways, <laughs> so Beck's three picks. He took Clemson minus 14 against the Canes. Oh, I told – and this is what I tell you. I said they are going to beat him by a million. Hey, and listen, last week I think I told Taves, I said, Beck, I said, Taves, what, what do you call a guy – that bets against Bill Belichick, you call him an idiot. Yes. What do you call a guy that bets against Bill Belichick twice? You call him a – you can you, fill in the yeah, blank fill yourself. Yeah, fill in the blank. Did you do that? Might go the same way with Dabo. No. Uh, oh, you're not an idiot if you bet against him. No. I mean, oh, bet against him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just – I I'm more I more don't believe – I mean, not to say I don't believe in Miami. I just don't – I don't think they have the ability to score. I don't they think, don't. I don't think – Apparently. In the way that you're just coming up – I mean, Dabo's a schemer. He's just going to put a lot into that game plan. I don't schemer a schemer. Ben, I just don't see. Uh, I don't see them being outsmarted. That was more of a, uh, you know, new newer coach head coaching uh, versus a veteran. So oh, I didn't. I didn't see it. I don't see uh, Miami being that much of a Beck's offensive second powerhouse. pick of the week. He went all in. He went K State plus eight and a half against TCU. Love it. That was a lock, and K State won the game with their backup quarterback. Should have put a money line in. Also got a little nervous when uh, well, Skyler Thompson, oh, Skyler Thompson went out. Yeah, out. Beck's final pick of the week. Uh, we don't got to talk about gotta it. Got to skinned up his chin a little bit. Picking old Mike Leach plus two and a half at Kentucky. Not close. Mike Leach and the Mississippi State Bulldogs. There, I think the old quarterback has nine interceptions in three games. Should have retired after the first game. Actually, we thought he was a hero, and then we realized how bad LSU's defense was. Yeah, so <laughs> no kidding. Might have underestimated that one a little bit. But All two right. and one ain't bad. No, two and one ain't bad. In you look positive. At, you look at BC's pick. We're gonna start with the bad. Hook'em horns plus two mm. Red River rivalry against OU. Be careful. I'm sorry, but um, Sam Hard. Ellinger, good quarterback, doesn't have the it factor. Yep. Four overtimes. They lost. Yeah. Couldn't get it done. That was a game. Notre Dame, I picked the Fighting Irish, minus 21 and a half. I don't like those Florida big spreads, State. DC. They kept it within 16. I bet that was a mop-up score. Thanks a lot, Mike Norvell. And then my final pick of the week, Arkansas covers plus 14 against Auburn. That was easy money. How about the job that Sam Pittman is doing at Arkansas? Holy cow, Sounds they've bought like in. One. I'm actually betting against Arkansas this week. They have bought in to what Sam Pittman is preaching. All right, let's jump into it. But what do you have on your mind this week? You got three picks. Taves, can we get a little background music possibly? Ooh. Don't mean to put you on the spot, but oh, you, I need you, to hear Bet get a little fired up. All right. 
I don't know if you watched the game. Same time as the Bulldogs game, so I understand if you didn't. But I was up in the suite for a hot minute. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, no, Alabama were playing. Yeah, that's Tell you what, the Fighting Lane Kiffins can score. Take right? the over. No, well, the over's not out yet. But, BC, I like Ole Miss. Minus three. At Arkansas. At Arkansas. I think I think it's just I don't think they can keep up with scoring. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a it, whatever the over is, take it. Take it. Hey, take it. I feel like that game is I such a trap because no. listen, Ole Miss's defense is one of the worst we've seen in the history of college football. Yeah, well, and, Felipe Franks doesn't really scare me that bad. And Barry Odom, the defensive coordinator That's at fine. Arkansas, You're to. is You're tearing to. it up. All right. I like Ole Miss uh minus three. You want me to jump on? We need yeah. alternate. Sure, go ahead. All right, my first pick. I got Tech. I'm staying home. Dogs cover 13 against Marshall. Listen, Marshall's a good football team. If Tech does not win the game, it's at least going to be close. I can't see Tech laying an egg two weeks in a row. I hope you're right, man. I really do. Uh, My second pick, I'm going to go. I know I just dogged you for this. Notre Dame is a 17-point favorite against Louisville. I don't like the large spreads like that because of those late game scores when the backup quarterback's in or whatever. I'm still doing it. I'm doing it, BC. Notre Dame, minus 17, book it. It's one of the interesting things. You look at this Louisville football team this year, Scott Satterfield, I believe in his second season, did a really nice job at the Cardinal in year one. 0-4 in the early going. Yeah. Not a bad pick. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Pick number two, the premier matchup in college football. I believe it's uh, Tapes. What time's that Alabama game? Is that a 2.30 kick? 7 o'clock. I'm not sure when the kickoff is. Georgia travels to Tuscaloosa. That's cross-division okay. matchup. This is my third pick. I'm curious which way you're going. I got Bama minus I six. I got Georgia plus six. <laughs> you want me to tell you why I don't have why. Georgia? Tell me why. This There's is my risky pick. Stetson Bennett isn't going into Tuscaloosa and coming out with a dub, and he ain't covering either because Mac Jones – has firmly supplanted himself as a Heisman Trophy contender. He's a top three quarterback in college football. Give me the Crimson Tide, and it's not really close. Charlie Strong's calling the plays for the Crimson Tide this week on defense. Book it. Yeah, I'm still. Seven, I'm gonna go. go Seven p.m. on that. Seven p.m. CBS. Yeah, uh, Ben. I, just for the sake, I, I kind of thought you might go that way. I'm going to be honest. Book it. It's over. It's done with. Kirby Sm- hey, Nick Saban assistants 0-21 against him all time. I'm not saying Georgia's going to win. I think it's a close game. Rodrigo ben, Blankenship just, ain't walking through that door as a kicker. He's in Indianapolis. Ben, just I'm taking Georgia plus six just because it would be sweet to win a bet against Alabama, but even sweeter to win one against you. So, for that reason, I'm taking – you know what? Sometimes on Barstool they say it's the right pick because it's the wrong pick, okay? Well, that's this, what is what, this is where I'm at. <laughs> that's right. Hey, listen, take the Bulldogs. They will not go into Tuscaloosa and keep this one close. Hey, listen, Nick Saban gave up 48 points on the road at Ole Miss. Do you think those guys aren't dialed in this week? I could not imagine being on that Crimson Tide defense. Holy Ooh. cow. BC, we will see. Could you imagine watching film with Nick Saban this week? He might be 5'6". What's your third one? My third pick. And we're going to get in this. Charlotte and Florida International. No, we're going to get into this on the edge tomorrow. 
about the lack of fans in New Orleans, thanks to Mayor Cantrell. But Sonny Dykes has taken his boys down to Tulane. SMU minus six. They're going to win this game by four or five touchdowns. It's a glorified scrimmage, and SMU's got the better football team. Tulane's starting a true freshman. I get it. Willie Fritz can coach, but I've been a – I'm not a big Sonny Dykes guy, but he's got Shane Bichelle at quarterback, and they are going to blow the green wave out. I don't care if they're number one receivers out. I don't care if they're number two running backs out. This one will be a blowout in favor I'm of gonna, SMU. I'm going to be honest. I'm a little jealous I overlooked that one. That one's tasty, man. Easiest money. Tasty. Easy money on the board. I may put that in the old personal lock of the week myself. Hey, you should. Yeah, we'll see. You should. We'll see. Real quick to recap some action in Conference USA last week. Beck, we've talked a lot in recent days or recent, I guess, weeks and months about the issues in Denton. Charlotte goes to North Texas and beats Seth Luttrell's team by four touchdowns. Charlotte, Will Healy, four-touchdown win over North Texas. That seat's got to be heating up for Mr. Luttrell. I'm not going to lie. Marshall travels down to Bowling Green, moved to 3-0. We mentioned that earlier with Aaron Perkins of HerdNation.com. Knock off the Hilltoppers 38-14. Massive disappointment are the Hilltoppers early on. Only 1-3. and three. Uh, Elsewhere, Conference USA, Middle Tennessee, Asher O'Hara, Rick Stocksteel get their first win of the year at Florida International. Butch Davis and the Panthers, it's been mm. a fun run, but you guys are no good. Final matchup of the week in conference. USA. It's actually a non-conference matchup. UTSA took their travel and party on the road to face off with my what I ranked the BYQ BYU Cougars number six. You UTSA keeps it within seven. Only falls twenty-seven to twenty. Yeah, start starts to beg the question: Why couldn't the old Bulldogs do that? Basically? Listen, I'm not going to lie. Watch the first quarter of that game. What the, what happened? BYU had like 200 total yards. UTSA had about 25. They're just oh, shooting was, themselves okay, in the foot. Listen, I'm not saying UTSA is not a good football team, but BYU played much better than that score indicated. And that game was a whole lot closer. One thing that Tech's going to be challenged with in two weeks at UTSA: Can they control the line of scrimmage? The Roadrunners appear to be really good up front on both sides of the Ooh. ball. So let's go ahead. Take our final timeout of the night. When we come back, we're going to put a bow on it. You're listening to Bleed Tech Blue Radio, 99.3 FM. This may be an unprecedented year, but it's still an exciting year for La Tech. And Fairway Carts in Minden remains loyal blue. From the new football season to the growth and improvements in the sports facilities, Fairway Carts is proud to support everything good at La Tech. And everything good is more fun on a new Easy Go. So stop by and let them show you the right golf cart, utility, or multi passenger Easy Go for your family from Fairway Carts in Minden. Call today, 371 Cart, and go Bulldogs! Acme Glass and Mirror, we have so much more. Whether business, home, or auto, we have the glass you're looking for. 
Replacing glasses painless Like everything we do The very best in service Always close to you Acme glass and mirror Give us a break and we'll shine through At First National Bank, we have a strong team of bankers who are dedicated to meeting the needs and dreams of our customers. With competitive rates, tailored loans, and exceptional customer service, your experience with us is sure to be like no other. We invite you to come tailgate before every Louisiana Tech home game. First National Bank, we are the Uncommon Bank. Visit us online at fn.bank, member FDIC. The Bleed Tech Blue Radio Show is brought to you in part by O'Neill Gas. O'Neill Gas offers propane delivery to homes and businesses throughout North Louisiana and South Arkansas. They also offer a wide range of propane and natural gas appliances. For more info, go to O'NeillGas.com. You gotta love it. Tech sports, that is. That's why there's Bleed Tech Blue Radio, brought to you by First National Bank. Call or text the show on the Fairway Carts hotline, 888-993-7762. B.C. Beckhaines, John Tabor, before we put a bow on it, let's jump to the Fairway Carts hotline, joined by Donald. Donald, what's happening tonight? Hey, guys, how's it going? Oh, pretty good. Yeah, I, uh, of course I saw the game. And uh, I, I picked a good weekend to be homesick. <laughs> no I'd kidding. That because uh, how anemic the offense looked. It, it was it was sad. You know, every time we had a glimmer of hope, uh, there would be another, you know, third and out. It was uh, a good time for the defense to play up. You know, we, we saw some good things again from Grubbs, like like we have all, all season, and Barnett and uh, – and Woods has really grown up a lot, and he, uh, after getting picked on a little bit and, and then making good plays at Southern Miss, he's, he's really making some good plays on the ball. No, yeah, and I, I think defensively, you know, th- those guys are going to continue to grow and continue to get better. They're just so young back there, so there's going to be some inconsistencies at times, but I, I was really impressed with how they played on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, as far as the offense, it can only go up from here, right? No, Yeah, no kidding. And uh, I, I found the other the other good thing I noticed was that, in case you didn't know, it's been 357 days uh, since we gave up a kickoff return for a touchdown. One a year. Yeah, we're good. We're good. That's right. We're good for that. You know, we prefer that not to be during conference play in a game where we're trying to put it away, but uh, it seems to be our kryptonite sneaks up on us once a year, and uh, we're glad we got it out of the way, and we can look forward to a good special teams play here on LBC. What do you think? Hey, we'll take it. <laughs> Thanks for the call, Donald. Thanks, guys. BC, are you ready to put a bow on it? Mate. Is it that time? We got to put a bow on it. So give, me, I, give me, give me, just, I mean, we're looking forward to this game. No, Friday I, night, no, 5 o'clock. No, I got what? one question. All right, you. you got a question for did me? Did you win at Fantasy this week? No, I did not. Uh, dropped the tough one. Boys looking a little stale. Keenan Allen got hurt in the first quarter after catching a nice tutty. I'm going to be honest, BC, slow week uh, for the boys. Beck, I'm not going to lie to you. Did and you t- win this week? I don't even know. Nah, down to one and four. But Ooh. beside the point, Ooh. Joshua Kelly, forget you, dog. 
<laughs> forget thought you. you were going to play we, a big role. We need a segment every week called <laughs> Forget You, Dog. <laughs> let, let, I like that. Yeah, we'll, we'll start yeah, that. Hey, Tapes, you're not going to lie. Tapes is my boy in fantasy. I'm all in. Robert Tanyan, tight end of the Packers. Oh, you traded the house I think for him. He's, I think he's a legit thing. I'm all Who, in. Who'd you give up for him? Uh, you know, Travis Kelsey might have been in the oh, deal. Oh, my gosh. But, hey, it was a multiplayer deal. It's a good friend well, of the program. What did you get son? along with him? Uh, I got uh, OBJ. got um, <laughs> Justin Jefferson. got Robert Tanyan. Gave up Kelsey? Who else? Gave up Kelsey? Uh Couple of scrubs, CD Lamb. It's <laughs> a bad trade. Well, I think that's a bad trade yeah, there, Benny. That's a bad trade. Taves, when you're one and three, you got to make a move. Gosh, yeah, my so mama always told it, me I don't like to give Sutton credit too much, but you know, the week before I play him, of course, he just switches up his whole team, and I do believe they got better, got the better of me this week. But looking to bounce back next week, I'm sure I play a scrub. Ben Tech has to win this week. Yeah. They if they want to host the conference championship, it's a must And if win. they want to go 10-1 and one, like we've told everybody they would, it's got to happen. Yeah, you think they're going to? I do not. Oh! I'm going to be honest. I'm a little feeling a little pessimistic after the last two weeks. Ben, tell me what has to happen in one sentence. And in another sentence, tell me what you think will happen. Tech must play better up front on the offensive line and stop the running game of Brendan Knox and the Marshall Thundering Herd. What I think will happen, Tex receivers will make a number of big plays. The defense will get hurt through the air at times, but the Bulldogs will squeak out a tight victory. Ooh. You say, you say dog money line is what you're saying. The dog pound. I think uh, it's a plus 400 and something right now, so if you're feeling uh, a little risky. Put a little hundy on it. Put a little money on it. Win big. See how much money you can make. Jeez. Plus well, 400. Ben, I'm going to be honest. I think I do think the dogs cover. Um and gosh, I hope I'm wrong. I uh I'm just I'm going to I'm just going with my pes- I'm just feeling pessimistic. I'm not going to pretend like I'm not. Hey, right. what what's the over under? Do you have that? No, that's not out yet. It's still not. I got you know, they got to wait and check the weather and see who's got covid and if anybody's got any left tackles, right tackles out. You know, they got to check all those things. We'll see if I can find it at a different book. Ben, what 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 say you about the fan participation? We have had two home games. No, I think limited seating. Listen, outside students of my disappointing me as always. Man, my frustration with the students. Listen, they they do. I think a, fan student fan died when we left. Well, they do a good job at showing up every week. It's just like man, at halftime, it's just like head to the showers, and it's like come on, dog, like stick around a little bit, but um. No, I think the fans have been fine. You know, you get 7,000 people in there, and I think, you know, we said the first week that it felt like a normal Tech game. I think this past weekend um, it really didn't. Uh, I don't know if it had to do with, you know, obviously Hurricane Delta came through, what was that, Thursday or Friday night. Um, you know, a number of us lost power for, you know, whether it was, you know, I think we lost it for about five hours at my house. You know, some areas lost it a little bit longer than that. But, um I think that and some of that lack of fan engagement and lack of enthusiasm probably had to do with some of the play on the field, but it's going to be so big in this game. And, you know, Aaron talked about Aaron Perkins with her nation talked about it. You know, it's not necessarily going to be a hostile environment, but man, they got the guys got to have some juice behind them because tech's got to start fast in this game. I'm, you, you can't be fighting from behind when, 
you look at some of the O-line struggles that Tech has had. Does that make sense? Ben, yeah, and I'm going to be honest. I don't. I mean, I felt it in the stands. We all did. I think it was going to be hard to have juice with the way the game was flowing on no, Saturday yeah. night. Well, and that, yeah, and hey, listen, right, Conference USA right. refs, they're bad every, every game, every, every week. Every week. So, Ben, I don't know how Skip's going to get them pumped. I don't know if you got to give them some Red Bulls. That's how I get through the first segment, Ben. I just – something's got to happen. Hey, Marshall's 0-1 against the spread this week, oh. this year. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -mm. Interesting. So, but let me ask you. It's time to make our picks. Dogs. What are we going with? 13-point oh, underdogs. We did, we, did we see who won last week? No, I don't have the picture of it. You take like, listen, you right. take more pictures. Hey, I had a tree fall in my house. I had to take them for insurance. Holy cow. Sold the old golf cart. So I have a lot going on this Let week. Let me tell you something. Dogs are 6-1 and one in their last seven games against the spread. One yeah. loss came to UTEP. Also, Tech has – what? I'm looking back at the script, which is the first time I've looked at it. It's 6-15 segment. You, uh, you made a point that the UTEP jerseys sucked. <laughs> they were terrible. They are awful. We were warming up, and I was like, how do you recruit people here? How They're do you do awful. it? They're so bad. Hey, Tech has – hey, listen. You say you never bet the under – Dogs have gone under 13 out of their last oh, 19 games. You know who games. won last week in the picks? I have Tabes at 45-24. BC, 41-24. Beck, 34-17. I got UTEP score right. <laughs> only missed Tex by 13 only. points. Only. <laughs> Tight. I was the closest. Let me give you a few more. Dogs are 8-0 straight up. Eight-game home winning streak. Tight. All right, hey, listen, Marshall's 2-5 and five against the spread in their last seven games, seven road games. Their over has hit five of their last seven, and they are 7-1 and one against, in their last eight games, straight up against Conference oh, USA I opponents. I, you just, you're just hot on the dogs this week, aren't you? Listen, I ain't going to lie. I like the dogs in this one. Jeez. All right, let's make our picks. Beck, you're up All first. Right, uh... I do think offense is slightly better. Mm, 34-30. Marshall. Marshall. 34-30 Marshall. All right, Tabes, what you got? 24-23 dogs. Oh, Barnes, he comes through in the clutch. Oh, Tabes, I love it. 24-23. Oh, Tabes. I got the dogs 36 Marshall, 30. High-scoring football game. Marshall's defense is exposed. Tech gives Luke Anthony some time to throw the football, and the dogs chunk it all over the yard, and we go home a happy camper. And not only that, Beck comes back next.